Hello and welcome into another edition of Cardinals Corner. Of course, alongside me as always is Arizona Sports Cardinals reporter Tyler Drake, whose fingers are hurting fresh off typing about a million words in his latest article. <laughs> I am Arizona Sports Eric Ruby. Tyler, you've been working on some draft stuff, haven't you? Yep, it's that time of year, so gotta flip the old uh, switch to draft mode, and we are in it right now with the Combine. It's felt underway. more like a slow gear shift, right? Like, it's just been like, oh, yep, the draft, the draft, the draft, the draft, and now we're here, right? Well, like, yeah, I mean, I think, really, for me, it was coaching staff, coaching staff, coaching staff. Right, because everything was so late. Combine draft. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's funny because as big of a deal as the number three overall pick, which the Arizona Cardinals, of course, hold in this draft, is... It's almost been on the back burner a little bit until yeah. the last week or so with the Cardinals, who did officially fill out their entire coaching staff. Tyler wrote a story for it on ArizonaSports.com. You can read it. By the way, I did call it Spencer Whipple was going to return. So Look at Solid. you. Solid. Look at this guy. Hey, hey. No big deal. Hey, hey. This guy, he knows what he's talking about, which means you might want to check out this stuff that he's working on. A really big article. It's probably going to be posted about the time you hear this before we jump into some specifics, some Jalen Carter, some Will Anderson. Do you want to talk about what that story is about and why you put so much effort into it? So many words, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. So basically with that option of trading down, I know that a lot of people have seen the mock drafts of, hey, it's Will Anderson, Jalen Carter. And then the third option basically is trading the pick away. So taking that into account, I you know went through and, and tried to find some prospects that are lower in the first round, you know, projections. And from there, just kind of built it up in a couple positions I thought the Cardinals really need to, you know, improve upon. One being the offensive line. You know, obviously guard spots are going to be very uh, crucial for them. Uh, cornerback. An even wide receiver, depending on what happens with DeAndre Hopkins, which we can get in that into that a little bit later when we're talking about it. And yeah, I mean, really, and then looking at defensive line and pass rush. I mean, there's mm. there's a lot of different ways they can move and a lot of different prospects that really could fit and, and maybe help them take that next step. All right, we'll talk about maybe some more specifics when we go later, but we should talk about the big storylines when it comes to the NFL Combine and the Cardinals with their number three overall pick. A couple weeks ago, the conversation was, oh man, do you take Jalen Carter out of Georgia or do you take Will Anderson out of Alabama? Yeah. Now, the day that he was scheduled to speak at the Combine, Mm -hmm. it was announced, released, revealed, whatever you want to say, that Jalen Carter had two warrants out for his arrest in the state of Georgia for activities tying him to that fatal crash that that Georgia team had after they won their second national championship. Now, since then, he didn't speak to the media that day. He released a statement saying, hey, I promise once all the evidence comes out, my name will be fully cleared. He went back to Athens, turned himself in, posted a $4,000 bond. 16 minutes later, he's out heading back to the combine. Did not do any drills, but he did meet with teams. Your initial thoughts when the news broke and the impact that it had on arguably the number one pick in this draft beforehand. Uh, My first thought was he's off the board for the Cardinals because (laughs) you can't take a chance on that. No, you can't. I mean, just look at the track record. I mean, last year, Marquise Hollywood Brown pulled over for what was it? Excessive speeding. Yeah, it was bad. The year before that, Zayvon Collins speeding. I mean, it's just it's it's a trend where you cannot go that way. I think we all can agree that when it comes to getting behind a motor vehicle, 
that probably shouldn't be the uh, the answer there. So no. I'm going to say off the board for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals, it's Will Anderson or trade down. That's that's really where I'm at now. Right. I, I mean, look, I've been on the Will Anderson train since his second to last college year. Yeah, he was the best, I think he yeah. was the best player in college football. And I'm not hesitant on passing on Jalen Carter because I I don't like I don't think the Cardinals should draft him. He no. already had some sort of, I guess, character concerns beforehand, which was a very weird back and forth. Like, I think it was like Todd McShay. Yeah, like, there was a like couple. Like two or three months ago, be like, yeah, there's uh, some reports that Jalen Carter's character's in question, but then like three weeks later, it came out that he paid for a walk-on's lunch with his own NIL money, and I don't want to just blatantly say, because of this one moment, Jalen Carter's a bad person, can't handle adversity, makes all bad decisions, but... That doesn't help you when you're right. at the biggest stage. Like this is your biggest stage right now. To you just want to your second yeah. national championship. Yep. You are on your way to becoming the number one overall pick. Life changing money. Yeah, all of that. And if you look at it and compare to somebody like a Will Anderson Jr., who we'll maybe get into more specifically. I got some sound bites I want to play where he is very much like the pros pro. Mm-hmm. Right, the answers he gives, the way that he plays, the way that he practices, the way that people talk about him. It's all man. This is the guy. Yep. With Jalen Carter, it's, this could be the guy if so, 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 and so, so falls in place. But I don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, he's not going to be a good football player. Because now what's going to happen mm-hmm. is this guy is going to fall in the draft to maybe an NFC West rival, <laughs> whether it's the Seahawks who use their higher pick oh, yeah. not on a quarterback who yeah. are right behind the Cardinals there. They're at five, they right? They did say they like Geno still. Right. So. I mean... That could be maybe playing some mind games, yeah. trying to trade that pick for uh, some quarterback-hungry teams. Yeah. But look, you add somebody like Jalen Carter to a Seattle defense, or if he really falls, like if he goes down and you're looking at the 49ers, mm-hmm. or any, look, it doesn't have to just be an NFC West team. Yeah. It could be any good team, yeah. and they could fall with Jalen Carter right into their laps. Yeah, you know, I just think it's for Jonathan Gannon and, and Monty Austin for it and what they want to build there, the culture they want to bring, I just don't think that's the wrinkle they want to throw in there right now. No, that doesn't, I, I don't say that, I guess, to me, and you consider drafting him. I just guess, like, the decision is more clear for sure. Yeah. But now there's a really big possibility that he falls that to he a fall- good team. <laughs> and you know and you know what to give to give Jalen Carter all sorts of credit. Not all sorts of credit, but to give him the benefit of the I mean, doubt. I mean, they were misdemeanors too. They're misdemeanors mm-hmm. like we don't know all the facts yet. He was adamant in saying in his release that when the facts all came out yeah. and he gave the full truth that he would be fully exonerated. So the words that he used. Yeah. I also am a big believer in you are able to learn from things. 100%. And this guy could have the biggest learning moment of his entire life before he makes it to the NFL, fall in the draft, have that chip on his shoulder and go in and play mm-hmm. like the number one overall pick, man. Like, that's a very real possibility. Yeah. But then the other you side just... is also the very real possibility, and you can't do that. And here's the other thing, too, is when did teams really find this out? That's the thing mm-hmm. that I want to know. Because we found out a couple days ago, but how long has this kind of been marinating before the Athens police came out and said that? So that's something to consider, too. It's just it's one of those things where it's, yeah, obviously you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. You want to, you know, like you said, people make mistakes. People can come back and from their mistakes. But at this point in your career, in your football career, is just so, so tough to get over. All right. So we're both pretty much in agreement here. That it's more likely than not, or at least what should happen, 
and Jalen Carter not to the Arizona Cardinals with the number three overall pick. Yep. Would he be somebody that if you trade down, that you would maybe target with a lower pick? If the value's that because that's the thing, right? And that's that's the really tricky that's part tough. about sports in general. And that's the part where, as a human being, it's hard to draw that line, right? Because yeah. you're like, of course you don't use the number three pick on Jalen Carter. But you trade Do down you use and you the twenty third pick. <laughs> like like that's the thing. Yeah. That we have seen in drafts before guys just fall for sometimes unexplainable reasons, for this time very publicly known reason. Yeah. Well, for I mean, for me, I think the the comparison of uh, what who was it, Laramie Tunsil? Yeah. Those. It's just one of those draft things that is just brutal. Correct me if I'm wrong, though, because I think I, that I, came out right before he got drafted, it, it, or it right came after. Out, it came out right before, and I think there was a pair of teammates on that same college. The, him and somebody else on the college team had another sort of scandal come out at the same time. But I also wanted like like Tunsil's turned out to be fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's yep. what I'm saying. It's like. After all of that, again, these guys, look, they are college kids. And, it, and they're the, people. With the, with the NIL and all of that, you do expect them to take more of a responsibility, especially if, I mean, you look at a Will Anderson mm-hmm. and you say, that's that's a guy who takes responsibility. Yeah. And he yeah. even says so himself, but that's a guy who takes responsibility. But you also want to take into account that these are all, from the number one to the last pick in the draft, M imperfect people and imperfect players yep. who have room to grow and get better. That's why we see six, seven round picks turn out to be all pros. And that's why we see guys who are in the top 10 not fix those imperfections and not and stay in the league. You see it, yeah. So it's all of it is possible here. There's no need to write off Jalen Carter, but probably with that number three overall pick. I would, yeah. All right, so then let's move on to Will Anderson Jr. What stood out to you doing your research, watching film, all of that about, oh my God, the Bama monster, man? I think uh, just everything. I think, like you said, pro's pro. Really just looks like the guy has all the tools to really come in and from day one make an impact on a team like the Cardinals that could go a long, long, long way. He really just feels like he would automatically bring in a different presence to yeah. the room. Because you have Buddha, and Buddha is the veteran guy that's out there getting everybody fired up. But then, if you go over there and you look at this young gun, right? This number three overall pick who's working way harder than everybody else who's next to him in practice. Yep. Raises the floor, right? I mean... He said it. No he days lo- off. He loves. He loves football. Yeah, he right. Does. And as cliche as that is, you definitely need that. And I want you to hear from his mouth who he would compare himself to in today's NFL. Khalil Mack and um, Nick Bosa, only because recently I started loving the forklift, and Nick Bosa does that a lot. He does the forklift, the bull swipe, um, the bull rip, all those type of stuff, and that's sort of what I try to do in my game: throw bys, uh, forklift. Um, working on that, getting on the dummy, using those two uh, hand shields that they got, and Khalil Mack just speed to power. He gives all these reasons for both. He's like, yeah, Khalil Mack, yeah, he's fast and powerful. Hey, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to be a Will Anderson, those are probably two guys I'm yeah, going after, I, to, or I'm I, watching hey, too. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that, and I thought to myself, hmm. So the Cardinals have a chance to get Nick Bosa and Kyler Murray. That's yeah. great. Uh, but I was really impressed with uh, with Anderson. Uh, he was on CBS Sports HQ. It's where I pulled all these cuts that I'm going to play from. Not just impressed with him on the field. I think. It's it's pretty obvious what he brings on the field. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to find somebody who's doubting him as a football player, but I do want you to hear 
why it's important for him to represent the people around him well, especially when you put it in comparison, unfortunately, with somebody like Jalen Carter in those recent events. Representing my family and representing, you know, whatever organization I, I'm in, that's the most important thing to me. And, you know, I never want to do anything to make anybody that I'm representing look bad. And I don't want to make myself look bad. So, and my mom always told me, like, as much as, you know, you work for it, it can be taken from you, you know. So um, I always have to stay humble. She always keeps me grounded. You know, I talk to her every day at 10 a.m., and that's kind of how I get my day started. And, you know, she makes sure I'm good and everything like that. But my parents did an excellent job of raising me. How can you not like a guy like that? I mean, just initial feelings, that's everything you want and more for a team that needs culture and needs a culture shift and wants a culture shift and wants to build on those four pillars that Jonathan Gannon talked about. And I'll add even more. He When he was talking on the podium, he went and talked about just being a team player. And being adaptable. And being adaptable. He said that quite a bit. Big Versa- key versatility. Word. But just being a team player. He, he loves the game of football to the point of he wants to go celebrate with his, with his teammates. He wants to go win as a team and I think that is really the big you know the big thing there for him and I think that's what the Cardinals need is a, as a guy who's really going to put the team first even though he's probably going to be an incredible rookie next year. Tyler this is why you're the best at what you do. You set up the next cut perfectly without me even asking you to. Here's Will Anderson, same show, talking about if it's fair for people to say he had a down year because his stats went down in his last season at Bama. No, I don't think it's fair at all because I feel like, you know, if you understand football and you look at football, it's more than just what you see on the sheet. You know, it's different ways to affect the quarterback. You know, getting them off his spot, getting them throwing interceptions, you know, and helping other people get sacked. You know, forcing them around the pocket, moving them around the pocket. You know, those are all the things as an elite pass rusher that you do. It's more than just getting sacks. And they say once you get one sack, they come in bunches. So, you know, that's one thing I try not to worry about. As long as I'm affecting the quarterback in some type of way and getting them out the pocket and making other people around me help them make plays and stuff like that or throwing an interception, I know that I'm doing my job. Not bad, right? It's, ex- it's exactly yeah. <laughs> what you just said, right? Exactly what you just said, I where try. generational talent, yeah. possible number one overall pick, has been since his second to last college season, where he was just the, the most dominant player yeah, in college football, for sure. comes back with all that pressure on him, has less numbers. He's like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you see me on the field? Do you see the impact that I make? Mm-hmm. Please drop that guy into the Cardinals defense. Oh, yeah. They, they need him. Resign Zach Allen and put him next to him. Right? That would be that would be a what tandem. A, what a way to just refresh your defense. Especially with JJ retiring. I mean, it's it's obviously a hole, but you bring in a guy like Will Anderson and pair him with Zach Allen, whew. That's that's something I'm, I'm imagining it in my head right now. That's scary. I it, it just it works. Yeah. And and that's the thing where you lose JJ Watt, you don't have that edge guy you don't have that guy who's going to really get to the quarterback like that with the speed the athleticism coming off going around people like zach allen is great mm-hmm. zach allen should be their number one priority to re-sign a Easily. stalwart on this defense mm-hmm. he ain't the athlete that will anderson jr is no four six forty i think it was his uh t- oh, was a 10 cone split something like that I don't, I don't know how to actually say it but uh all of his drills the, yeah just he fast. impressed yeah he, and and that's the thing. He's participating in drills. He's talking to the media. Like, these are all things that you want to see out of your guy. So what about everybody else, Tyler? If they stay at number three, Will Anderson's not there. Let's say he gets picked number one by the Bears. Yeah. Somebody trades up to take him. hmm What now? You call teams and you move down. So you're, you're not even 
considering taking no. anybody else to number three but Will Anderson Jr. No, because and here's the thing why is because if let's say somebody does take Will ahead of the Cardinals, there's quarterbacks that still need to go off the board. Right. So I feel like that even adds to the hey, we got to get off this pick and get some draft capital. Yeah. So I think it's if Will is gone, you trade that pick away and you get some assets for the future. That would be something I would be initially very sad about. As great as the trade back options are, where you can replenish your depth, which is something this team desperately needs, overall top to bottom, not just focusing on like the top five players, top ten, top fifteen. This is a really good draft. Mm-hmm. There are going to be some difference makers that are there to be snagged later. So building up those p- those picks is not a bad idea. But you need you need the top of the top guy. So I'll be disappointed if Will Anderson's not picked there. Yeah. But you want to know the exciting scenario? What? Quarterback at one. Mm-hmm. Quarterback at two. Mm-hmm. Will Anderson is there. Mm-hmm. And and quarter and, and quarterbacks potentially you, exactly because we see it in every draft. Yeah. Once one position goes for the first time, yep. it's like the next three picks that need them all go bang bang. It's if it's wide receiver, if it's corner, whatever, mm-hmm. offensive lineman, never care. It's like when but, the, it's like when the the person in a fantasy football league takes the first tight end, then it's like four more go off the board. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's gone. All right, who else is going to actually get somebody who can maybe put up some points? Well, Kelsey's like top five. No, I mean <laughs> he's, 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 he's like a first ti- round. He's not a tight end. He's not a tight end. He, he's yeah. he is a tight end, but he's, he's a not big a tight wide end. receiver. He's a, he's a wide receiver. <laughs> he's just a really good big wide receiver. But okay, Tyler, I'm putting you in that situation. You can't guarantee that you trade back to get Will Anderson Jr. Unless maybe you trade with the Colts and they guarantee that they're going to take a exactly. quarterback. Yeah. Other than that. If you're trading back and trading that pick back, there's a really good chance you're still not getting Will Anderson Jr. Do you just, I don't want to say bite the bullet because you're still getting Will Anderson Jr., but do you just bite the bullet if he drops to you because two quarterbacks were taken and don't even worry about trading back? Like, that to me, it's the safe move. Mm hmm. And it feels like the smart move. I think it's, it's in my opinion, it's a smart move. If he's there, I don't think there's a question. I think you run to the podium and you give him that. Uh, you give him the selection, and you and you call it good. And you make him a cardinal. And you go from there. Because I, yeah, like you said earlier, I think he's a he could be a generational talent. And I think being with a defensive minded coach and Jonathan Gannon and really working with that younger crowd could really maybe give him that next level to really push himself to be a rookie of the year candidate. I mean, that might be too far to say now, but I mean, it's I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility by any means. Oh no, I mean. You'd have to imagine any of the top defensemen, you know, <laughs> in the top 10 have a chance to be your NFL defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. So if we want to circle back to what we talked about at the beginning, Tyler, and that was trading back, I'd like to bring up a name that's been almost controversial okay. of sorts, and that's Tyree Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was a there was a mock draft about a week, about a week or so ago. That had the Cardinals staying at three and passing on Will Anderson Jr. to draft Texas Tech edge rusher Tyree Wilson. Yep. Tyler, you wrote the story on ArizonaSports.com. I'm literally looking at it right now. Arizona Sports app, all that, at T. Drake for Sports. You can follow him and you can listen to Cardinals Corner, which you listen to right now. But you said Tyree Wilson would be excited to help Cardinals in the rebuild. This guy's name kind of came out of nowhere. What do you think about him? I mean, his wingspan is like a condor's, so, and I think that's his nickname is Condor, <laughs> which is perfect. You know, I think 
at number three might be a little too high. But if they trade down and can get this guy, I think that would be a solid consolation for for not getting Anderson and moving down. For sure. The guy has, let's see, he went seven sacks, 61 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, and a forced fumble last year. I think he could he could definitely impact this team, which has a lot of holes. I mean, he's meeting with the Bears. Yeah, and he already met with the Cardinals. He met with the Cardinals on Wednesday. And you know, let's say it's the Bears, the number one overall pick. I mean, they might trade back too. They might be looking like, do we spend I, number one on Anderson or do we get some assets and, and we thinking, get thirteen for Tyree? And I think that's kind of the same thing. I had that same kind of thinking with the Cardinals meeting with them. Is like, hey, we we might trade down and we might come get you later. I mean, that's what, obviously, I mean, Austin Ford said they're open for business while he was at the Combine. He's like, yep, you know, we're open for business, phones will be open, but if we need to make the pick, we'll use it. Very basic, we have one of the top pick in the draft. Talk. Yeah. I just, like, I'm so torn, because I'm I'm usually for, make the smart move, get the big amount of assets, and trust your GM to make the right picks. Because I don't know if Monty's that guy yet. I have no reason to believe he won't be. I also have no reason to believe that he will be. I mean, this will be a big thing for... I mean, this is a one of his first big steps outside of hiring guys. Right. So maybe let's not get cute. Yeah. Right? Yep. Maybe let's not play this game where, oh, we're going to trade back to 13, and then Tyree Wilson gets drafted at 7. Yeah, I think... Then you're out of will, yep. you're out of Tyree, and now you're like, okay, we have the 13th and the 30th pick. And a guy like Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon, he could be gone too. Right. So it's, yeah, it's it's really it's really going to be difficult with that middle, uh, middle first. Since you brought it up, what other positions, I guess, if they were to trade back, but mm-hmm. stay high, let's say top 20, top 15, yep. whatever, what other positions could they target if both Anderson Jr., and Tyree Wilson, and let's just say, and Jalen Carter. Let's say they're all gone. Yeah. I would say, why not look at the offensive line? You paid Kyler, Kyler Murray that much money, get some protectors for him. And, I mean, obviously, when you look at the top linemen, it all says tackle next to him. I personally don't know if tackle's the number one priority for the offensive line right now. I would say guard and center, but these guys are pretty versatile. And the, and the three that I picked out specifically Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern, Paris Johnson, Ohio State, Broderick Jones, Georgia. For the most part, sounds like all these guys can really move along the line. So getting a versatile guy that can move around, obviously there's DJ Humphreys coming back. You've got Josh Jones on the other side potentially, but you've got to fill that interior. Who's the top-rated center? Whew, that's... Uh... Might be one of those questions. Well, right, because I from you. <laughs> well, that, and see, that's that's what I'm trying to find right now. I'm actually I'm pretty disappointed in myself, um, not having this off the top of my head. Uh, but I I'm really really married to the idea that at some point in this draft they get somebody who's a center. Yeah, because I'm not guaranteed Rodney Hudson. Right? No, like that, I would assume Rodney's retired. Like, right. You would yeah. have to assume he's retired. And even if he does come play, you still can't assume that he'll actually be out there. Yep. Who's your guy? <sighs> I, I like, look, I like Lasitas. I can't. He just go, hasn't enough time. I can't go into a season with Lasitas Smith playing There's got to be for options. The first time. There has to be more than one option. So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe not your first round pick. Or maybe if you trade back for a late first round pick. Offensive line, you can never go wrong with shoring up. Yep. I think the same thing with corner. I think you can always have a good corner. You can always have two. Like, the Jets, 
and the Seahawks oh, this yeah. year, if they were to draft an, another top corner, like if the Seahawks were to get that kid out of Oregon. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez. What the hell are you going to do against them? Yeah. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and there's there's quite a few cornerbacks, too, that are, that have put up... Uh, Put up some numbers that are pretty intriguing. Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State. Mm-hmm. That's another guy that, that could be very interesting in the later round. Uh, or in the later of the first round. And then uh, Devon Witherspoon from Illinois. That's another guy that kind of piqued my interest. So definitely options for for the secondary, for sure. And yeah, and, and along with the Tyree Wilson, I also got to throw in Will McDonald. Because the dude decided to still work out with a, after having 104 fever and losing weight 48, 48 hours before that. So... That kind of dedication could go a long way, too, to a lot of these NFL teams looking to make a splash. I'm almost more intrigued by what the Cardinals do in rounds two and beyond than I am with round one. Round one's the biggest question. Mm -hmm. To me, I don't know why. I have this gut feeling they are going to walk away with Anderson Jr. I think the quarterback craze is going to go crazy. They throw tomorrow. Yeah. It might not be Bryce Young. Honestly, it might be Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Dude, he's jumping up the ranks. Well, okay, so you, you look at a guy like Anthony Richardson, right? And you watch his tape. And everybody says, oh my gosh, he just can't make the basic throws. He's only good when he's making these dynamic plays and he's under pressure. If I'm going to take a swing on a quarterback, it's a lot easier, at least in my opinion, to teach the basics, because you cannot teach the other stuff. Yeah. Like what Kyler does. I know some people, when I said that, rolled their eyes. Some people, <laughs> when I said that, got up and started applauding. Kyler Murray, as a running quarterback, mm-hmm. does things that can never be taught. No. Every single time we see him run, he does things that you cannot sit down in a film room and say this is how you make it the longest play in NFL history. Like, yeah, it's just, just look it, at the Raider game, yeah. right? Like that. It's just not how that works. So if I'm Mr. Ursay and the Indianapolis Colts, who they had their mascot show up to Will Levis's media Wild. <laughs> uh, presser today, Wild. I might look at like that's the thing with Will Levis. You have this unrivaled, almost cockiness. But more confidence. Somebody asked him today why he was participating in the throwing drills. And, and he, he said, just wants to go throw. Well, he just said, it's because I have a cannon and That's, I want to yeah. throw it off. That's I, I want to show it off. Which, like, to me, honestly, if I'm drafting a quarterback, I'm like, okay, check. That's good. Uh, yeah. But you could see teams falling in love with that. You could also te- see teams falling in love with Anthony Richardson. You could also see them falling in love with Bryce Young despite the size. And yeah. among all of this, CJ Stroud's the most just calm. Yep quarterback prospect that you could just be like you know what go with cj yeah quarterback craze always happens so to me i'm not saying this is a definite possible like a definite this is going to happen i just have this feeling with like they could walk away with will anderson jr not easily but it just seems like one of those things where it's like of course the nfl is going to do that Mm -hmm. of course there's going to be the quarterback craze Mm -hmm. of course the colts are going to trade up you know what i mean yeah it just it, it feels like that always happens yeah. And look at Trey Lance. Well, and I think, too, if if we see the Bears make a trade, I think we know that the, whoever's trading with them is getting a quarterback. What if they don't? <laughs> what if, like, the Seahawks package oh, five? Oh, man. The Seahawks package five and some other late picks. Yeah. And they move up to one. Whew. 
Look, if, if the Bears aren't just willing to trade the pick for somebody who wants a quarterback, mm-hmm. they're willing to trade the pick to trade the pick and get the best assets. Yep. And if the Seahawks say, yeah, I don't want to wait until five. I'm just going to come away. Look, we're not even supposed to have the number five pick in this draft. We made the freaking playoffs this year. Yeah. Like, thank you, New Orleans. <laughs> Appreciate Oh, no, it wasn't... Uh, who was it? It was uh, Denver, not New Orleans. New Orleans sent the Eagles their first round pick. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it was. It was Denver. So thank you, Denver. Thank you very much for taking Russell Wilson and giving me the asset to trade for yeah. Will Anderson Jr. <laughs> not playing well. <laughs> so, I, look. Moral of the story is we got a lot of different scenarios when it comes to the number three overall pick. It's almost the beauty in all of this to where you can't nail something down that's going to happen. But if you do want to find the best way to follow along, get every little bit of information that you can, I would highly recommend, and I'm not saying this because he's raising his fist at me right now, (coughs) reading Tyler's work on the Arizona Sports app and ArizonaSports.com on Twitter at TDrake for sports. You can follow him. He will have you up to date with everything from Jalen Carter to Will Anderson Jr., to, to even, everybody else. <laughs> to, to, even, to even some of those guys later on in the draft, if the Cardinals trade down to look for it. That big story that we talked about at the beginning of the show could be up right now. If it's not, it's going to be up real soon. Find it on the Arizona Sports app and on ArizonaSports.com. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Ruby. That's Eric with a K. I never say that. E-R-I-K. Yeah, you never do say E-R-I-K that. E-R-I-K Ruby. I just assume that people know. I give off the K energy. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can follow me at E-R-I-K Ruby on Twitter. You can follow the show at at AZ Cards Corner. Hear me Monday through Friday from 1230 to 530 on the Arizona Sports app at 98.7, bringing you the latest from the Arizona Sports Desk. And until we talk to you guys next time, enjoy football, enjoy the combine, and let's see what happens.